0: Welcome to phase two of the Youth Soccer Playbook, Girls' Edition, and I'm really excited for this one because this is now obviously the next step in the process of what I would do with my daughter. And the key with this is, and I think you're gonna be excited for it, is we're taking this step where it's no longer just about the individual, it's about now building a player that can play with a group and a team. So we're gonna be transitioning from like 90% individual skill to now, the team or more team-based concept, which I'm gonna get into momentarily. And remember, it's really taking up the next level of becoming a beast. And the goal would be that we're having what I'll call cash cows and clubs coming up to me and my wife and my daughter and saying, hey, you're so good, we wanna offer you a full ride, which means you don't pay for training, you don't pay for games, you don't pay for tournaments, you don't pay for uniform, you have zero cost. And this does actually happen. You probably don't know about it, but you know, being in Orlando, it's I've seen I have seen it happen 14 times at a minimum, and nobody else knows about this. So it's not like it's public news that this one kid is being sponsored because he's so good, but it brings attention back to the club because this one player is with this organization. That doesn't mean we're gonna go. I'm just I'm trying to highlight the what we're looking to get because if, if people are coming up to us and they're saying, your child is so good what did you do or where is she from that means you're on the right path people are paying attention because she's performing very well so we're going to talk quickly now about the objectives and the first one is we want to have a total of 2 million touches on the ball by the time this phase is complete so remember this is 10 to 12 years old so phase 2 is 10 to 12 years old and we want at least 2 million touches realistically probably 4 to 5 but in total but you know i got to give you a minimum standard that would be the minimum and like i said we're transitioning now into basic and more advanced as well passing and combination concepts so this would be things like overlaps underlaps one twos third man releases rotations from futsal like those concepts we're really going to be harping on at this phase and uh we want to master the 3v3 and 5v5 concepts, again, like using futsal. In futsal, you do a lot of rotation. And usually you play a system like a 3-1 or a 2-2 or a 4-0, and it's all pass and move here. It's all combination work. And that's what we want to really hit home at this point. And really start to focus on the developing the IQ and the patterns of play. So a great example would be, and this is important, because let's say you want to turn to the left. So I want to go this way, to my left. I need to receive the ball with my left foot, and to execute it quickly, I need to pass with the right foot. So that's a half a second quicker than taking the touch with the left, passing with the left. And those are little details, but just to give you an idea of what we're looking for. We will travel at least once internationally. So this means we're going to go to Spain, Brazil, pick a country, France, England, Germany, Colombia, Argentina. Um, probably going to go to Europe, but it's possible to go to South America as well. And... The idea behind this is, which I will touch up on more later, but I just wanna give you the run through is, it's to let my daughter see what the real world of football is like. Because unfortunately, the football here in America is not about development. And it's not about getting to the top. It's about sufficing parents' pockets and making sure that parents are okay. That's the whole model of youth soccer. And I hope that changes, but as of right now it hasn't, and it doesn't look like it will anytime soon. We're gonna guest play for another 10 to 20 events, and this means, again, playing with people that she doesn't know very well, so teammates, coaches she doesn't know very well, and she has to perform to keep playing because most cases, again, not all cases, but in order to play as a guest player, you're there to help the team, so if you want to play, you need to be a standout. And we're starting to put this in her mind that she needs to be a standout because she's starting to get to this phase and this age where standing out, not just showing skill and you know a good trick and whatnot, I'm talking about you are the best player in the field every single time, like that is standing out and she'll have to do that if she wants to get to the next level. And this will allow us to kind of evaluate if she's really showing the level of commitment, dedication, effort, intensity, work ethic, needed to get to the professional level eventually. And that will kind of lead back to the pro player checklist, which it's like 11 or 12 points that the player has to be willing to commit to every single day. And that's like, do they have the mindset to get there and like the mindset to go and hopefully become a future pro? Well, those are good pieces to help build that foundation of doing that. And you know, probably towards the end of this phase, which would be 12 years old, we will be introducing the pro future pro player checklist so she can start evaluating and we can start evaluating if she's willing to make those steps. And then the last piece would be individual tactical concepts and this would be, again, opening the hips, checking shoulders, receiving with the proper foot, being on the half turn. And again, I'm just quickly summarizing some ideas that you would see uh, from this phase and, and you know, just trying to highlight it all. So I do wanna go into a little bit more examples with this so like okay let's talk about the international trip because you know people will take trips and do tournaments or they'll go on a tour i'm not talking about either one of those what i'm talking about doing is we go overseas and i'll just pick a country france i have a very good friend that is the technical director at one of the biggest clubs in france and you know he could help set up a trip for us where we go for 10 days 14 days 30 days three months And we go and I take my daughter to an international club, depending on her level. It could be a professional club, it could be a regional club, it could be an amateur club, and it all depends on her level. So we would take her there. So let's just say, let's say I'm lucky. We're really fortunate. She's really good. And we're able to get her into a professional club that is free, completely free. And she gets to train five days a week, as the example, or four, whatever the number is. And we get to see what how she handles a professional environment where it's ruthless and cutthroat, where they don't care and they won't play. If you have the level, you get to stay, and you got to perform. If you don't have the level and or you don't perform, they will cut you tomorrow or today. So it helps us see, is she ready for this? Because that is a completely different level than what we have here now. Because international clubs that already made these investments on the boys' side for free football... are now making the same investment for women's football to be free. And they're going to be developing future superstars. So that's what we're trying to get her in the environment of... to be like, okay, can you handle the pressure? Do you enjoy the pressure? Do you enjoy being in that type of environment? And and can you perform? Because if you can perform... then that's showing us that you have the mental capacity... because you got to remember skill is a prerequisite, but the mental side to handle that performance to handle that environment is so much higher than what it is here. So we'd want to see that and that would be like the make or break thing. Does this reinforce the decision that she wants to be a professional or does this push her the other way where she's like, you know what it's not for me anymore. I don't want to be a pro. I just want to go enjoy my life and like for reference like me as a dad, that is okay. but I would rather, And I would want to know that before we get to 18 years old. Like if we get to 16, 17 years old and then she tells me, I just wasted way more time, way more effort, way more energy. I would rather know sooner rather than later that this game at the highest level is not for her. And you can just tell by how she performs and how she handles it. Does she do the work off the field? Because at this phase, the process now starts turning more from, not just more from, but I should say adding, adding to the fact that She's going to have to handle not just on the field details. We're not talking about what she needs to do off the field. How is the nutrition? How is the diet? How is, how is the hydration? How do you recover? Do you take care of your body? Like Those details are going to start making a big difference when it comes to her being successful at the next level. So it, it's, just, it's key with that. And I think people might get that overlooked. But um, I, I do want to talk up quickly about the guest play. So people might ask like, okay, guest play, why? I'll say it again and I think it's important. When you guest play, you're typically helping a team and most of the time you don't know them very well. So you don't know the players very well. You don't know the coach very well or coaches or staff or whatever. And this puts your daughter, and in this case, my daughter at a disadvantage. She doesn't know the people very well. She doesn't know the other coaches very well. So she's a additional resource that's there to maybe help. If she performs, she can play. So again, it's all about developing that mental capacity to handle the pressure to be able to play because we're trying to build a person person capable in the future to become a professional player. Does it mean it will happen? Not necessarily, but the point is there's a lot of steps you got to do and skill is the prerequisite. The mental side is the difference. Can you handle the mental pressure? Can you handle the consequence? Can you handle and thrive to perform? And that's the kind of stuff I feel like gets overlooked. Now, again, a quick recap. This phase, we're really transitioning from like the individual skill to more of being a team player, okay? Because it's really important for people to develop those skills now, the IQ, the awareness. Now, you can do it sooner. And if my daughter has the level, I can start potentially in phase one, but like phase two is where we really ramp this up, okay? And the next part I wanna talk about quickly is the game-based technique. There is a complete and utter difference between game-based technique and ball mastery. So what I mean by that is, you'll see a lot of people call stuff ball mastery where they're just doing like cone patterns. But like, you need to understand, there is game-based technique And game-based technique is what you can actually apply to the game. You can't take a two-cone pattern drill and weave through a cone, for example, or do some footwork stuff with it and translate all of that to a game. But game-based technique you can, and that's stuff like passing, receiving, 1v1 dribbling. Like Those are the things that we want to be replicating at this phase is game-based technique because she should have the level, and sometimes all you need is a wall. Maybe you just hit the wall receive it turn, spin, check the shoulder, whatever you're working on or we want to work on. But like those details are important because she's at the phase now again, we're trying to really ramp up that development. And is she willing to buy into this? Is she willing to not only put the work on the field, but do the work off the field? And this is huge. And you're going to start seeing, and I want to see, is she willing to make that investment and those sacrifices to start putting that process in place because it's a journey and it's a grind. And like I'll say it one more time, This is the most important piece at the end of the day, handling the pressure, handling the environment, dealing with the consequences, and really understanding that if you wanna be a pro, it's a job, but you have to love the process, you have to love the grind, you have to love suffering, and all of that starts with off the field material as well. So is she willing to make that sacrifice? And if you're enjoying this content, I want to ask you for one favor. If you could share this playbook, whether it's the boys version, boys edition or girls edition to somebody. Uh, again, it's completely free and I would really appreciate you helping get this information out. As I'm trying to help people make better decisions with their kids. And uh, if you know somebody in need, please hit this share button, send it to somebody. I would greatly appreciate it. And it helps support the, the channel and what I'm trying to do is, and make education free for parents. So without further ado, that's the end of phase two. I will see you in phase three. Hey guys, I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. And I only have one ask quickly, and that would be if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you'd like to share content. And I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you